this episode is about summer camp. Church camp, fat camp, not fat camp. There's a lot of types of camp. Food camp. What's food camp? I don't know. It's probably out there. Artistic camp. I went to artistic camp. Adventure camp. camp. Yeah. Vocal camp. There are all kinds of camps for all kinds of kids. Mm -hmm. It's a genius venture because every, maybe not as much nowadays, summer camps are probably a little bit on the decline, but all these motherfuckers that have kids and just want to enjoy their time, they're like, what can I do? Ship my kid off for months at a time? Sign me up. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like you're like, bye. Learn a craft. I feel like they pay a I feel like those should be really expensive, but they I are. think some, they definitely some are. aren't. <laughs> you don't want to send your kid to the busted ass cheap camp. I mean, aren't like church camps, like not free, but like. They're not free. You're making like a donation. Yeah. BPS is not free. I think I always went for free because my family always like worked at the church or something or like, I'm pretty I sure they like were... everyone has a connection, but, and I'm pretty sure like with BBS specifically, they'd be like, Oh, like if you know a child who like needs like the Jesus. Lord. Yeah. One time I went with one of my friends. Would you go to like with friends to their camps too? Mm-mm. Only the Jesus ones did this happen. Um, because all my, all my friends and their families were constantly trying to save me since I, yeah. my family didn't go to church. Mm-hmm. So I went to this one Jesus camp and my friend's mom went to stepmom actually. We did not like this lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she was all on our dicks while we were just trying to, like, <laughs> you know. A scope for hotties. She was, like, only wanted us to be, like, she wanted us to go do, like, solo time in the room at night, like, read the Bible. And we were, like, trying to, like, go sit on a bench with Chad and Thad. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're t- That's the goal of going to any camp is to try to get a little bench time with mm-hmm. Chad and Dad. Yeah. That's it was innocent yeah. for the most part till it wasn't. Even a little bit of that's ultimately innocent, though. The kinds of things we thought were, like, so naughty at the time. When you look back on it as an adult, you're like, yeah, of course you were making out with each other and shit. I got roughed up in the chapel. What does that mean? It means what I said. You got in a fight or, like, you... No. In a good way. <laughs> Tell us. There's a... I have to go back Spit to the it beginning. out. Okay. So, actually, this wasn't my first... Actually, my first kiss was kind of at a camp. It was a it was a summer thing, so I guess it was. We're gonna have to come back to that story. Okay, that was when I, I was a little more mature, <laughs> and um, not really, but at least I had budding breasts at that time. <laughs> <laughs> not budding breasts. <laughs> so my first, no, I was going to camp from early on, but it was like day camp, and mm-hmm. that was very fun. Like we did a lot of activities whatever. My first like time away from home, I was, I think I was turning 13, maybe it seems old. I don't know. It was a student ambassador program. And my parents told me I got selected for this. I don't know if that's true or if they were like secretly like putting me in like this, like <laughs> special. <laughs> you were selected Casey yeah. to go to this camp. Okay. <laughs> but I had to like train for this. What? So it started in like, cause I was gone over my birthday in July. So it was like for like a month in like June to July. So like probably like the, f- I mean, six to three months, three to six months, like leading up to it. I had to meet like every Saturday and it was kids like from the whole, like maybe whole state region. I don't know. 
And we had to go like do classes, like learning about diversity and culture. And we had like workbooks that we had to complete. This sounds not fun at all. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was cool because I knew I was going to get to go to Europe. What? Europe. Okay. You really buried the lead there. So yes, that's why we were student ambassadors of South Carolina to Europe. So I had to like educate myself and be on my best behavior. That's so like princess diaries. Kind of. Like they were like, um, giving you a makeover. You were talking like this. All right. Get it together, kids. (laughs) Honestly, like I would love to look into this today because like, what was this organization and what were they benefiting from it? Probably just the money. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, I'm like, I like had like a little badge afterward, whatever. So I feel like that's how most kids get into studying abroad later on. Like people that like come and like live abroad for like high school and stuff. If you had any of those at your high school. Like foreign exchange students? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had this was like a mini version of that. Which, by the way, always felt so bad for our foreign exchange students. I I feel like ours were living the life. They were like the coolest. I grew up in Podunk, (laughs) Oklahoma. So you just felt bad. This is where they were coming. Yes. Like I was literally like, (laughs) they don't know the difference. Yeah, they do. It's America. No, Casey. They knew the difference. <laughs> Were they like every weekend taking any chance they could get to get out and like go to like there's no York, to go. Yeah. Texas. Like, they can't go to New York. Texas. Um no, they and they would like be vocal about it. Like they were like, This is sucks. Like, like this is not what I, I signed can't, up for. Yeah, they're like, I can't believe I'm in this dusty ass cow town. And we always be like, like, sorry. I wonder if they <laughs> oh. just like apply and they get sent wherever they get sent, like wherever there's a spot for them. That's kind of what sh- they there was one that kind of was in our friend group. That's kind of what she described out. She was like, I thought I was going to go to California. Oh, boy. Where was she from? Brazil. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. She was always like, where I'm from is amazing. And this is so sad. She was like, if anything, it's just like taught me like America's not like (gasps) what I thought. Yeah. Wow. On this trip, it was going, we went to, I lived with a family in Switzerland for part of the time. And that was cool, but they, like, barely spoke English, so I was, like, really awkward and uncomfortable and, like, eating, like, weird meats and things and, like, just keeping to myself. And, like, we didn't have, like, internet or phones back then, so I was just, like, sitting in my room. It was weird. Like, we were, I mean, and this town was, like, a middle of nowhere, like, Switzerland See? So you get it. It was cool, but I was, like, kind of scared. Yeah, so you get it. Yeah. That's probably how she felt. She was, like, um... Yeah, like, I would, like, sit with them and, like, we would, like, talk about, like... We would like hold up items and be like, cheese, chocolate, <laughs> tall blurone. And it was, it was not the Lizzie McGuire fantasy no. that you <gasps> thought it was going to be. But it's getting there. Okay. First guess here it comes. So we also went to like Austria, wherever I ate rabbit, which was very adventurous for me at that time. Italy. We get to Italy. Lizzie McGuire moment. Yeah. So this was nice. This was like the nicest place we stayed. We like got to be in a hotel room with our friends it was like a rooftop. It was popping. This was like what? the last finale, I think, of like the whole leg of the trip. So one night, me and like my like best friend that I made from the trip were sharing a room and we were like chilling. And one of the boys on the trip that we had become friends with, he went by chocolate. That's what you called him. That's not what I call him. That's what he went by. That was his name? No, that was like his like. Nickname, Nickname, I guess. Was he a pimp? Wanna be. Maybe he is now. Chocolate? Chocolate. Chocolate. Call me chocolate. (laughs) Oh my god. 
<laughs> so, so are you telling me your first kiss was with chocolate? <laughs> oh my god! I'm so excited. So okay. he comes, knock on the door. Oh. I go answer. Hello. Pull the door. Hello. <laughs> Chocolate. I open the door, and immediately, as soon as I open it, kiss <gasps> on the lips. He just plants one right on you. Yeah, and here's the kicker. Okay. He pulls back, and I'm like. Chocolate. <laughs> and I'm like blushing. Okay. And he's like <gasps> panicking. Like I see it in his face. Like, no. This is a mistake. He meant to he thought no, it was gonna be the other girl. Meant to kiss another girl. Yes. And I was like, he was like, oh my god, no, like I like Brittany. And I Did you like, kill yourself immediately? <laughs> yeah, I went to the roof and tried to commit suicide, but it didn't no. work. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll go get her. No! <laughs> I went, like, my last night, I was, like, just sitting on the bed while they, you know, did whatever they did. And you stayed there, like a little sister? I mean, fine. But you were like, oh, you I were too. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it was probably, like, also my birthday. Like, I know my birthday was on this trip. But the silver lining was, my dad had sent me with my first MP3 player. This is one of the cutest things he's ever done. And he uploaded a bunch of music to it for me like his favorite music because I didn't know technology was like I didn't know anything about it or what to put on there it was like my first piece of internet Mm -hmm. um and so he like put all these songs on there and he like my mom also made like this little she like had like little notes for each day packed away so I like just went and put in my music and and jammed out tried to forget that moment (laughs) powered through yep (laughs) Any stories like that you want to share? Um, Make one up if you don't. <laughs> so we're sitting next to each other. This is your chocolate. I wouldn't say this is my chocolate, but this was the first time I saw this. That's a big deal. That's like a coming of age tale. And what's fucked up about this story is that, well, you'll see. So we're sitting next to each other and this is so uninteresting. He's literally like, want to see my dick? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Where were you? Were you in a private room? No, we were in like a classroom type environment. Okay. And but were there other people? Yes, girl. So he was like under the, the table, damn like, teacher. Oh, the damn, we got a freak. We got <laughs> we got a freak on our hands. We had the nerd. We had the the tough guy. Everybody was there. So he's like like jingling his in his pocket, like look down here yeah literally and i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> like what's your voice and he's like Rrr. and then like i did and like there it was grasped in his paw like he just like pulled it out of the top of his pants really quick i guess so and he wow. was just holding it under the table in was his it limp hand you know i couldn't tell you because i think for me at the time i didn't yeah, you would never know. You would never, you would never know. It's probably just like the little tippy top poking out of his hand, right? I, in my memory, I saw the whole penis. I saw you the see balls. Um, no, that would have been too much for you. Yeah, I probably would have just like imploded. <laughs> I would have written a story to Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul about how I saw penis and it traumatized me forever. He would have been like, I am living. In a covenant with God yes, only. Yes, yes, literally. Well done. <laughs> yeah, so that's that on that. So I was a little that, bit in love with him, though. So you liked it. It worked. 
Yeah, yeah. So did you see it again? There's more than one way to a girl's heart. Now don't go showing your dicks around. Come don't on. Don't do now. it. Don't do it. This is a different time. Resist. That would never go over Resist nowadays. the urge. It probably is happening all the time. Like, there's probably someone right now listening to this and it's happening to them. And they're like, ah! Like, it's I, literally a crime, I'm pretty sure. That's a crime. I don't remember the first time I saw a weenie. Also, well, that was the first time I saw, like, an, in real life weenie. And then... The first time I saw like a virtual weenie was Pete Wentz's <gasps> nude. If you remember that, what? Craze. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, Pete Wentz I'll from the band Follow Boy. Oh, I know him. Look it up right now. Touch it up. I keep that motherfucking thing on me. It's my it's my wallpaper. He so it was like when he tried to send to somebody. Yeah, and then like someone hacked it, and Wentz. me and all the girlies Wentz. gathered around the computer and it, like someone's home. Yeah. And because I remember that's how it was. I mean, you had like the computer and someone was like brave enough to enter that into Google. I remember I used to, we used to look stuff up at, I won't say I, we used to look stuff up at, (gasps) (gasps) oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Describe what you're seeing to the viewers. Okay. So there's a very large tattoo above the pubic region. It looks like some sort of fat cat, like almost like my neighbor Totoro. Wow. Okay. And then, and then pubes start. Wow. You're really taking this. He took a lot of pictures. Some are like from the selfie angle. Some are, this is with a digital camera in the mirror and he's making a OMG face with shades on. Okay. Um, there's like a whole series. Oh, okay. Now it's showing his bulge in pants. (laughs) Wow. I feel like you're kind of lost in the sauce right now. So the, the weenie pick, the one I'm getting, it's like you can barely, it's like in his hand, like with just a little bit poking out of like his thumb. God. <laughs> Lots of bracelets too. Yep. That's the one. That's him. This tattoo you can corroborate. That's the one. Yep. That's the one. Wow. The digital camera. I know. In the mirror. I know. Also like, it looks like he's at his grandma's house. Like these curtains. I feel like he should have a nicer setup. It's Pete Wentz. I couldn't speak to all that. 2006. I mean, he was like in the full height of his fame. Yeah, that's true. Why is he in grandma's bathroom? What I do have to say is, sorry, Pete Wentz, that we all saw that. Um, I like this one. I like what he's doing here. Yeah, I saw that one too. Wow, there are a lot of He's these. like bending it a little bit. You said it's hot? Yeah, it's hot. It's Pete Wentz. I mean. Yeah, there are way more of like, these than I, oh my God, than I thought. Do you see wow. the Kim K? He's so the bottom, now. him in the pants. He was wearing tight pants. It's like zooming in on like a little lump. Yeah, you can really see the whole thing. Weenies and pants aren't a great look. Like I've never been a fan of. You told me this before. The sweatpants. Like yeah. Wow, I'm like on some site that has like a compilation of all his like that one. You can really get cracking. It just looks like it's squeezing the shit out of him. Wow, you can see that was the thing back then. I mean, still, yeah, you can see a lot in this. I don't know. I mean, yeah. How do you feel about sweatpants weenies? And explain to me the appeal. Of a weenie in a pant? Sweatpants, specifically, like the gray sweatpants. It's just hot. Why? I guess. Because Cause it looks tiny and shriveled up and pointy. Because that's how I feel. <laughs> pointy. It's pointy. It's pointy. Um, like, you can't even tell what's the balls and what's the weenie at that point. You know? That's interesting. It's like one you know, little tiny jingle, like, sack of coins. 
You can be such a black and white thinker, you know? Me? Add a, yeah, add a little mystery and romance into your life. A lot of sweatpants weenies. Consider, like, that something being alluded to is sexual. It just shows me how small it is. Penis. Well, that's it your is. interpretation. Mm. Other people find it hot because it's like, there's a penis in there. That's just, like, simple. That's like boys when they, like, see your bra strap and they're like, oh, she wears a bra for her boobs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like that. We're beyond What's that. wrong with that? We're in 2022 is what's wrong with that. I feel like you should just connect with your aesthetic, romantic. It just ruins sensual. it for me. Like if I ever had imagined someone's weenie. And then I get to see them in sweatpants. It's never, like, better than my expectations. It's always worse. How can a penis objectively be bad or good? This is what I mean by you being a black and white thinker. Is that a serious question? Yeah. You're saying, no hate, all weenies are created equal. No, I'm saying the weenie that's attractive to you is attractive to you. There's no, like... I just think all weenies aren't at their full potential casually walking around jiggling in a pair of sweatpants. And so maybe save that for when you are at your full potential. I hear you. Because if that's what I'm seeing, I'm never gonna you're never getting a chance to show me the real thing. I would just be like, not for me. What do you find? Like, is this a pause conversation? (laughs) We don't off the rails. We'll see. (laughs) No, we'll see if if we venture into uncharted territory. (laughs) What's your question? What do you find, like, a, a attractive setting for a penis? Also, sorry, sorry, God, for talking about this. I think I don't like to know until I, like, know. I don't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think I like to just imagine. I imagine every man, I imagine their penis. Okay. And I can imagine what theirs would be like. And I don't want to know if I'm right until I get the chance to to just have a surprise <laughs> open the present i'm trying to think like what else can you even do to a weenie oh my child <laughs> just kidding i don't really know what you mean by that you, well you said an attractive setting like what do you mean like a, a different vehicle like a different type of pant like a penis in a prius a penis in a station wagon a penis oh in a- you're just talking in general so in general i'm an equal opportunity lover like i don't feel like i can channel into one type but if i had to i would say i like bigger guys (laughs) not even talking about penises so that's what the sweatpants thing is about that's what you're really saying is that it looks small to you and a small looking penis is unattractive no i'm not saying i like big penises i'm saying i like bigger guys Mm. um maybe that's because i associate like a bigger guy with a bigger dick i don't know like subconsciously i don't think that's why it is could be i don't know I think it's because I, I think it's because in high school and middle school, girls were always like bigger than the guys. Like we got tall first. Like That's I so remember true. having these little boyfriends that were like, I could crush them with my thighs. And mm-hmm. I was like, the fuck I, like every picture made me look bigger. Every, like. I have literally it, it been sucks. the same size since like fifth grade. Yeah. 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 And like guys don't hit that until like high school. So like all of the little boyfriends are like little tiny chicken leg, no ass. My parents used to call my first like legit boyfriend that came and picked me up. I don't think they ever knew his real name. They called him no ass at all. 
<laughs> no hey, like, are you going to hang out with that no ass tall boy? <laughs> they dragged him down the street. Yeah. And then my dog attacked him. Oh, oh no. My dog attacked a few people, a few guys. Yeah. So I think a big guy makes me feel like maybe just like inherently like feminine, mm. smaller, like dainty, protected. It just feels good. It feels good. Like to be hugged by like a bigger guy, to be like picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I hear what you're saying. Like I, at this point in my life, would rather have like dad bod, not perfect bod, and like bigger, like broad, tall than mm-hmm. like in shape, sh- like skinny almost. I was actually- Unless it's Machine Gun Kelly. That's the one exception. I See, that's mind-blowing to me. I was just talking with, my working about this last night, I was talking about how like the super ripped guys, like the rock john cena channing tatum like see that's not even what i mean by big because i don't like that either so i don't know what i'm going for Uh. these guys are like like they're hot but they're not actually like hot like they kind of are like sterilized in a way you don't want to have sex with them exactly and i was telling that i was like i think it's because they are hot in like a male gaze way like they're a man's idea of what's hot Mm mm-hmm but, like, women, like, if you look at what types of guys women actually like and, like, find hot, it's really not that type of body at all. Mm-mm. Most of the time. And the older I've gotten, I think guys, some of them, feel the same way about women. Like, they don't mm-hmm. want... You want, like, an actual person as yeah, you get like older. Yeah, someone you can hold on to. There's some, like, that you can, like, I don't know. There's, like, some sort of, like, deep, like, comfort totally. to it. Like Totally. Yeah. And it's definitely like, like, you know, when you're younger and you're so into like the boy band guys, like the Pete Wentz types, mm-hmm. the sort of like smaller, like a little bit more feminine, like that's super attractive to you. I feel like it's because it's sort of non-threatening at a time when you're mm-hmm. like coming into your own sexuality and like men are sort of scary. Like you can't imagine yourself liking like a big hairy man when you're yeah. that age. And then all of a sudden you like a big hairy man. <laughs> and then you just change overnight. You're tingling, feeling things you never felt before. Yeah. Do be like that. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Except I hit that like at like the age of 16. At 16, you started liking big hairy men. Yeah. Giggle, giggle. This is exactly like a summer camp conversation. Yeah. In the bunk bed. Yeah. And we're actually, it's funny because we're actually braiding each other's hair right now. Maybe I'll do some braids for tomorrow. Oh, me too. Can you braid your own hair? Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I can. Not super well, but I can. Anyway, camp. But I have one more thing to say. I also like personalities. I don't know. Honestly, like, I've liked all types of guys. Like, this doesn't even always apply. Same. Yeah. Skinny guys, tall guys, short guys, gay guys, all types of guys. Mm -hmm. I think I like someone that's confident. Doesn't always work, but there's a there's a vibe for sure of attractiveness that exists. Yeah, that like really takes someone into like the fourth dimension mm-hmm. versus like uh, a Channing Tatum, where you see it and you're like, I know that like technically that's hot, but I don't really need the like. It like almost makes me feel like when someone's that attractive, like they won't have depth. They have like a Barbie crotch, you know. Yeah, it's emotionally and physically like you're just not tied to. Not, I'm sure Chan Tatum, you're a wonderful person. Just give me a chance to get to know you. <laughs> then we'll get that metaphysical. And he is rich. That's the other thing. If they're rich, yeah, yeah whatever. I'm in. Cool. So, guys, you know what we like. I don't know if that was good content, but 
<laughs> okay, back to camp. This is a good episode. <laughs> Weenie peenies. That's the name of our summer camp. Weenie peenies. Um, welcome to the wormhole summer camp for wormy youth. I'm your camp counselor. Crawl, creepy crawlers. <gasps> Something came over her. That was the the this was a build up. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> Whoa! What was that? A demon that was coming out. That was the demon. Good now. Yeah, I'm fine. It's floating away, and I feel better. You ready to testify? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on down. Tell us about that God. Um, did your church church speak in tongues? Have you ever seen that? Oh my God! Yes. How many? Whatever. I went to my friend, always going to my friend's churches. I went to one of my other friend's churches one time and it was like Pentecost. I don't know what, it was like some, it was like its own. It wasn't, it was like non-denominational. It was called like the church of the world. It was like on some. Not the church of the world. (laughs) It was the people that drank, not the people that drank the Kool-Aid, the people that like had like Axolotl, (laughs) Axolotl names. Axolotl? What does that mean? You remember the ones that were like in the seventies, maybe, and they like they were like thought they were gonna like catch a star, and they all killed themselves in this mansion. Oh, like uh, Jonestown, but not that one. The one where they all wore jumpsuits and Nikes and drink Kool Aid. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Fuck. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then they added Odie to their names. Yeah. So I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like Cat Odie. But they changed it like, too. You'd be like Case Odie. They like changed the consonants. <laughs> yeah. This is so fucked up that we laugh about this. I'm Kate Odie. <laughs> I'm Coyote. <laughs> and we are about to um, transcend this mortal realm. Literally. Like the Cheers. videos of these people, they're like so ready to go. They're like, mm-hmm. the videos they made like the night before, they're like, Let's blast off. Yes. They're like, yeah, love you. Love your mom. Love your pop. Mm-hmm. I hope you like catch your ship. Yeah. We're off. Like, here we go. Yeah. Good luck while the planet. Honestly, they might be had the right idea because it doesn't seem that good here on earth right now. <laughs> um, what's my point with that? Oh, it was a church like that kind of okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> In my opinion, I don't know. I Did they like give you chin. a pair of Nikes in a tracksuit? Did they change your name? So they did a lot of fun activities. Did you do chores? Like did you do chores? Yeah, I did chores. So here's the thing, listeners. If you ever go to church and they make you do chores, something is up. I've done chores at every church I've had to go to. I thought that's just what they did because they were trying to like get whatever out of you they could. If they couldn't get a donation, you were either doing chores, you were singing, yeah. you were like doing like counseling the youth. Like you had to contribute. So anyways, I was there with my friend, um, and her mom, like, it was like her day. Like they're like asking for people to like, they're like calling, putting the power of Christ and then like doing the hand, like, Oh, ah, like casting out into the audience and hitting people. Mm -hmm. And then they would like fall down and start shaking (laughs) and babbling. Yeah. And so her mom goes down. We're like right beside her. The mom does. The mom goes down to the ground. And I'm like, I like look at my friend. I'm like, and she has, like, three siblings, and we're all just, they're, like, standing there, like, just, like, hands clasped in the front, like, calm, and I was, like, bro, is your mom okay? Like, what is happening? And she was, like, don't, just ignore it. Like, I was, like, kind of hard to ignore. Um, was she, like, scared. Was she, like, sorry, this is crazy, or was she, like, no, it's fine? She was, like, just, you could tell she was, like, over it. She was, like, mom's doing her thing. 
This is her release, Casey. <laughs> you have like, no idea <laughs> what she goes through during the week. She so, builds like, it all up and releases it. So, like, I came with these people. This lady drove me there and is <laughs> taking me home. And I'm like, no, that she needs to go to the hospital. So eventually she gets up. She recovers. She's, like, in great spirit. She's like, wow. Everyone's, like, putting a hand on her, gathering around, <laughs> helping her up. Was she the only one? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> they were all going down. <laughs> and so I, like, sneak out. This was, like, hours and hours, like, at this church. Like, yeah. after this, they, like, have, like, the whole, like, yeah. you know, like, welcome ceremony. Well, do. Like, they, like, have, like, a little greeting. They're all, like, chummy. Mm-hmm. Then they do, like, go to lunch. Then they go to another certain, like, it's, like, a whole day's event. So I, like, call my parents, and I'm, like, you have to come get me. It's like, I, she went down, come pick me up. (laughs) And so like, they come get me and they're like, is everything okay? And I'm like, I don't know how to describe what I just saw. What the fuck? And they're just like, oh yeah, you know, it happens. (laughs) Like, how do you explain to a child? Like what? I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if my parents have ever seen something like that firsthand. I've seen some shit. I've gone to a lot of churches. It sounds like you were a real samplers platter there. I was. I, um, I think I've told you, I... After all this, I like tried out all these different churches and then I took it upon myself because I was convinced that I was um, going to hell because I wasn't going to churches because that's what everyone was telling me and that I needed to, you know, save myself. I'm sorry. Yeah. From my family and yeah. everything in this mortal life. Mm-hmm. So like at the age of like 13, I like got confirmed by myself. I would sing. I would go up to the church on Sunday mornings to sing like acoustic with the guitar man. Oh my God. This is wild. You're a star. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear my parents take on this now. They were probably just like, yeah, she's doing her thing. I mean, it's cool that they let you explore. I mean, in a way, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about it? Do you wish that they had intervened and been like, Casey, like, you don't need to worry about going to hell. Like, you're fine. I promise. I don't think they knew I was, like, so worried about that. Like, I wasn't, like, telling them, like, y'all are going to hell because you don't go to... Actually, there probably were times because part of my confirmation journey was, like, I you have to, like... Get others involved. <laughs> Literally. You're also going to hell if you don't disciple or if you eat shrimp or crab. So I was like, for a while, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I've got to really, like, make some big changes here. Yeah. And my poor family. So <laughs> I was like, damn, sucks. It sucks yeah. that you guys are going to burn it out for eternity. Like, that really hurts me. <laughs> They're like, shut the fuck up. What would you do now if, if my kids said that? Yeah, if Casey Jr. was like, Mom, we need to talk about your eternal journey. I would tell them, I'd be like, you do go explore, go learn, hear it all. But like, you are the master of your own destiny. Yes, like, God. Yes. Snaps. Like, don't stress so much. Yeah. God. And then when you have like sex, oh my God, don't even get me started on that. Did you that. feel real bad about that? Oh my God. I was ready to end it all, but it did feel good. So I went back <laughs> and then every time those hairy men, her one weakness. Oh my God. When I would whack off, <laughs> I'd be like, I like couldn't help it. And then I'd be like, okay. and then the next day there I'd be <laughs> urges. <laughs> the urges. I'm so sorry that you were I was made like to... this devil in me I'm so <laughs> sorry you were made to feel ashamed of such a thing everyone is aren't they damn I really I was also a pretty late bloomer with that stuff like I, a friend had to like tell me and I was like you're doing what friend <laughs> had to tell me because the first time I like 
hooked up with a guy, it was just like uncomfortable. And I was like, what is going on? This doesn't feel good. (laughs) Like people said it would. And so I like went back and told my friend and she was like, no, you just have to like keep going. And then it feels really good. And I was like, what? She was like, you'll feel, (laughs) she was like, I don't want to describe this, but you'll feel the release. Stop. She's like, you'll feel like you're peeing yourself. What? God bless her. I was like, what is Honestly, how do I know when it's happening? Shout out to all of the <laughs> ones girlfriends that came before us along the way who told us these okay. things. I was so confused. Yeah. And then when it happened, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> An eruption. Yeah. Let's talk about your first one. Let's talk about something else. Come on. Come on, give us something. Was it solo or with a partner? I don't know. I don't know that I really. Come on. You like, know that you have the memory of like the first one. No, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not something you forget. You're a podcaster now. You have to exploit yourself. <laughs> this can't just be all me telling my embarrassing testimonies. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it took me a long time to figure out masturbating. Cool. Masturbating is a fun topic. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of uninteresting. Kind of like, yeah, well. That's pretty interesting. You have to get really creative. What? I feel like we were at the perfect time. I'm almost happy that, like, we didn't have more access to, like, internet and stuff because that would make it too easy. Like, my my evolution, my sexual evolution is, like, crafty and mm. very out of the box. It's very underground. Yeah. This honestly brings it back to summer camp really well because I remember in the town I grew up in, there was this very, like, popular, um, like, sleepaway church camp that local ish yeah i mean you traveled like i think an hour or two so like people from different schools and stuff were there and it was very it was like the place to be in the summer like if you didn't go to this camp like you were like an asshole like it was the place to be and i just remember feeling like it was some kind of like like hot new york city sex club or something because like the stories everybody would come back with like about touching boobs and stuff whoa i know did you go no i didn't go you kidding me? What kind of stories were me? you hearing? Me? I didn't go. Where'd you get to go? I went to art camp. Okay. What was that <laughs> like? Any? Did you take any of these, um, try to try it out there? Any experiences you were hearing about? <laughs> no, Just but. Just throw it out there. Is <laughs> that art camp? We had to share beds. Um, like a, like a full? Yeah. So there were two beds, two full beds and four girls, which. I bet some of those girls were getting freaky. It's fucked up, right? You, I mean, yeah. And they had, like, because it was art camp. Yeah, I mean. There were some lesbos in there. We're lesbos out. And, um. <laughs> That's a great way to start out your sexual awakening. I would have been much more comfortable if my first experiences were with a woman. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. But I think I probably would have been resistant to that on some level. Yeah, only because society tells you it's wrong. That's so true. I read something one time that, like, it was really common. And this is like, honestly, now that I say it out loud, probably bullshit, but like the older generation, like maybe like our grandmas are older. Yeah. Like it was really common to like have sex with your girlfriends, but like, they just didn't think of it that way. Like they were just like, like, while their husbands were at war or like, even when you're younger, like exploring with girlfriends was like, sort of like a funny, like normal, like I can see that sort of no one thought of it as like being bi or being a lesbian. Like it was just like, yeah, that's what girlfriends do. Like, <laughs> LOL. Caring for each other. <laughs> Women are better lovers. Yeah. Anyway, so we had to share beds. 
And my bedmate, and it's only in retrospect that I realized what was happening, but she was always telling me, like, what kind of porn she liked. How old were you? 14. Where was she watching porn? Tumblr. Okay. So maybe not real porn. Could you get real porn on there? Like a picture, maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, you know, like, I mean, I don't know, real porn versus fake porn. What do you mean? I mean, like, you're not getting, like, full dicks. Yeah. You're getting images of, of sex happening. Okay. Yeah. At least from what she told me. I mean, you know what the I mean? best I could get, most of it was imagination. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, headphones in music. Like, MP3s. Yeah. <laughs> the MP3s. <laughs> or, like, a Justin Bieber music video. Wow. A Justin Bieber music I'm video. I'm telling you, I got creative. And maybe that's why I don't like the sweatpants now. It's too much. <laughs> I like to use this brain power that I've built up. Beautiful noggin of yours. <laughs> It's art. So what was your like ideal dream camp scenario? I always wanted to go to the camp from like parent trap. Mm. Like being so in a cabin. Great movie, by the way. Playing poker. Peanut butter on the Oreos. Did you do that? Yeah. That was like the thing after that. I remember like telling my parents we had to go get it and they were like, what? It's already so many calories. And I was like, rude. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah. And we've seen how good Come she on. Was. <laughs> Um, Piercing your own ears. Piercing each other's ears. I did that. Wait, you were in cheer, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Did you go to cheer camp? Yes. I went to cheer camp. Where'd you go? Like, where'd they do it? Um, It was like a school or a church or something. We even had a big gymnasium. Ours was like a... It was a day camp. It wasn't a sleepaway camp. Ours was. That's pretty fun. Did you meet your long lost twin? No. Damn. No. It was just a bunch of bitches. I'll say. Spirit stick? You get it. Oh, fucking spirit stick. Yeah. You get it. Spirit stick was a thing, like, through all of high school. Um, At cheer camp, I did get shamed for... Ours was at, like, a local... Not even, like, local. Like, it was probably, like, an hour or so away from where I grew up. Um, But it was, like, a low-grade college like it's not a community college but like a half a step up yeah i'm guessing they just needed money (laughs) so they hosted us during the summer um the best part was getting to eat the college cafeteria food Mm. definitely the where we stayed it was like it was like suites almost like there was like shared bathrooms and you were in like your own individual little like jail cell with no windows (laughs) and it was like all white and it was horrible Uh uh-oh Bring back something. Jill. <laughs> Talk about sexual awakening. You were in a little cell. Uh, well. Woo. So I wasn't that crazy then, but I got shamed for having tampons. I was a freshman, I think, at this point. And, like, some of the senior girls on my team, I don't know if this is, like, a southern, like, sheltered thing, but they, like, saw my tampons in, like, the shared bathroom they were like, whose tampons are these? Who's wearing tampons? And I was like, me, do you need one? And they were like, you've had sex. And I was like, no, what? And they were like, you know, your Gigi don't get stressed out like that unless you've had sex. Oh my God. And I was like, fucking rude. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Are you walking around like in a like jiggly, like wet pad while we're like boosting your ass up in the air? No. I was like, you're like 
way older than me. Like, how is this? How old were you at the time? I was a freshman in high school and they were seniors. The girl saying this to me, I was like, y'all are stupid. Were your friends using tampons? I think so. One of my friends that was on the team, I think she was, had to be. And she, I think she just like was quiet because she didn't want to also be like, yeah, what the fuck? Have you ever heard of that? No, I've never heard of that. Yeah, no. What is that? I have no idea. Also like, ew, rude. Gross. Gross, rude. That's just like their moms telling them some like Probably. back-ass word That's shit. That's like some Carrie shit. Like go to the closet and pray. Your period I do remember, is dirty. I do remember whenever like um, my dad asked if I needed any like period stuff from the store and I asked for tampons and he was like, you oh, switched products on me. And I was like, yeah. So then, so like in retrospect now, I'm like, maybe he thought Maybe, I don't know. What the heck? (laughs) No, pads are, like, not for me. I tried that, like, one time, and I was like, yeah, no, not for me. Also, like... They don't really work that well. Like, your cheerleading uniform? Where's it even gonna go? It just... They just don't work that well. It wouldn't even fit in these little tiny shorts. Like, it would be hanging out of both sides. I mean, some people wear, like, teeny tiny... I mean, I know that there are pad girls out there. Sound off. And I will also say, like, one of the big drawbacks of tampons is that... And I don't know if you relate to this, but like, I'm always paranoid that I have forgotten one in there. And one time this girl told me a story about how her older sister got toxic shock from leaving a tampon in for days and days while she was methed out in a trailer. And All right, that's a little different. It is definitely different, but that image... Everyone has a story. It's seared into my mind. Even though obviously I'm never methed out in a trailer <laughs> for days and days, it's still like imprinted on me. See, yeah, everyone, like, had these, like, scary, spooky tampon stories, <laughs> but, like, I've never known someone firsthand that had toxic shock. Have no. you? I know girls that have, like, gone to the gyno and, like, someone's pulled it out after months and they were fine. They were fine. Mm-hmm. So, like, also, like, at this point, like, you can you can feel around. Like, if I, like, have any second guesses, I just do a deep dive and we're good. Yeah. Yeah, the mental image, though, that it's just, like, floating around up there. You just, just do a deep dive. Just somewhere in your It just abdomen. goes forever. It just, yeah, it's just. <laughs> and then you start to grow a, a deranged fetus. <laughs> they do, like, an x-ray of my body, and I'm just, like, full of tampons. <laughs> just, like, growing tampons attached to all your major organs. Yeah, literally. That's, it. That's what the imagination does. Um, of course, you're right. It doesn't work like that. Also, I was on the swim team. Like, no. Yeah. You were on so many teams. You were going to so many churches. You were in so much busy. You were masturbating so much. I was so busy. Meanwhile, I was like yeah, writing was poetry, fine. doing nothing else. I was like feeling it all. That's funny. Yeah, I do feel like we kind of had different different experiences growing up. Definitely. Some things are similar, but some things are I think we different. would have been friends. I want to see like a little kid pictures. Oh, speaking of pictures, I have a good... I was a fucking psycho. That's the real moral of the story. I've always been a psycho. (laughs) This started young. This is probably one of the first, the earliest times I like let my crazy out. I was like, again, probably like, I was probably even younger than 13 at this point. I was probably like 11. And we went on like our first school field trip and it was down here in Charleston at this like barrier island situation. I don't even know where that is. I should look that up. Um, but it was really cool. Like we 
I we were probably there for like just a few days. Um, so like it was with my school. I like knew all the people going, my friends crush was there, of course. So I like packed all like my good clothes, like all the like air postal and my oh, mini yeah. skirts, obviously. Yeah. And the struggle was trying to look good when we were doing, it was like all outdoor activities. We were like crawling through like the stinky pluff mud. Ew. Yeah. Like swimming with like manatees. I don't even think they have those here. I don't know where we, did. I don't know where we were exactly. The things you tell me about growing up here from the tampons to the, to the mud crawling. <laughs> yeah. We did some mud crawls. Definitely like a lot of bugs in our sleeping areas. Um, but hey, it was a good time. Um, got a lot of bug bites. You ever scratch your mosquito bites so hard that they bruise? Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I get really, I get so, I have so many right now. Yeah. So I'm like, always this is the worst them. time. Yeah. It's actually something I hate about the summer here. Mm-hmm. It's so Do you have strange. mosquitoes in Colorado? No. Wow. I know. It's insane Ugh. that I that I moved. I it's might never insane. go back just because of that. Like if I live somewhere without mosquitoes. I especially this time of year, like I would say July and August is when I'm like, what have I done? I've never lived a life without mosquitoes. Like it's just something I've had to deal with. Mm-mm. Yeah. Wow. Um, anyways, so I went with my sight set on I really want to say his name because it's like the perfect like rom com. Oh my god, like, was it Tanner? teen movie name was it chad close we did start to was it off. troy troy wow if only there are no troys around here i don't think i've ever met a human man named troy except for in high school musical oh maybe that's where i got that idea so we get there it's all great me and guy are vibing and then we go on one of these excursions if you will and our troop leader counselor guy i'm trying to like imagine how old he must have been at the time he was like good bit older i was probably when i say 11 he was probably like in his 20s <laughs> and he was cute he was real cute and so i had like my little disposable camera and i got a picture you and your disposable camera i was a freak this is how you got banned from amish country yeah you and that fucking thing i think that was my digital camera um, this is disposable. I, I still have this picture somewhere. And me and my friends are taking all these pictures the whole time. Like I had so many. I took a picture of this guy and he was like showing us, he was like holding up a, I don't know, like a starfish or something. And so when I got home, I was like, me and my friends are all like, mom, this guy's so cute. And so I like cut out a picture of my face from like some other pictures we had taken and like put it with him. I think I, like, put my head on, like, the starfish, and, like, his, like, arm was around me, like, little head <gasps> down there. And then I, like, put it in, like, my locker. <gasps> oh, my God. I don't know if that's bad bitch or crazy bitch behavior. Well, both. I think it's bad bitch behavior. Um, so that was my man. Were you so, like, <laughs> here's this guy I met. It was, like, a crazy summer. <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, my parents were, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this man is, like, an adult. <laughs> like, it was just, like, Oh my god, it was, it was casual. so wild. It was so fun. Like we just got to know each other. <laughs> we just like vibed. Like you're like Casey, chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> like go play your Nintendo DS. Go play Nintendo Dogs. <laughs> like no, stop being horny I'm for one second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on to it. 
<laughs> that's where it started. I love that you were just being yourself, though. You were just like, I'm putting this picture up. Do you remember? Do you remember how much your locker, your lockerscape meant? Like, oh my god, I wish I could have a locker like now. I know. I like feel like I would curate it. Like, I have all the idea of things I would put in there. Mm-hmm. You remember the shelves? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have a little shelf. You'd have a little mirror. mirror. Magnets. Yep. Some girls would Stickers. put, like, some kind of little chandelier or or something oh, yeah. to make it so gossip Be, girl. like, um, Claire's. All, Claire's had all the best, like, accessories. Do they do that? Kids, sound off. Do you do Greg this? told me that he never had a locker. I was like, what? How's that even possible? I remember it being like an option. And I, my parents would always be like, do you need a locker? And I'd be like, yes, I have to have a <laughs> Where locker. Where else would I put this picture of me and Troy? <laughs> I like really didn't keep anything in there. But I was like, where else am I going to go like put my head in there and like peek around and like act like I'm busy so that a boy walks up to me. Yeah. Where are boys going to find me if I'm not in my locker? Yeah. Um, where are they going to put cute notes <laughs> that say how much they love me? Yes. Bury that. Um, yeah. I remember the locker always being a really big deal at the beginning of the year, like getting it set up and being so getting like assigned. my locker, my, my locker, my, Oh, this is my locker's name is purple. What's your locker's <laughs> name? Like, um, and then by the end of the year, you're like, yeah, you're just throwing trash in it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you've never been there. You haven't been there in weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was always very well curated at the beginning, unless you had a bottom locker. Never had a bottom locker. I think one year in high school, I had a bottom locker and I was just like, lockers aren't for me then. I don't have a locker, basically. That's disgusting. Yeah. Like, I can't believe this has happened to me. I think I, like, petitioned against the bottom locker. I probably traded with someone. Yeah. I was probably like, absolutely not, Chelsea. Give me your fucking locker. <laughs> oh, no. Bad bitch behavior. I sweetened the deal. <laughs> you know. You can have this sexual picture of Troy. <laughs> I'll make you one picture of your crush with your face on it. You give me your locker. Yeah. Lockers. So parent trap. Like you wanted, what about it? You wanted to, was it the aesthetic of the cabin? Just like the all aesthetic the of the cabin. All the Do you fun, want to go gambling? I want to go skinny dipping. Honestly, I just want to meet my long lost one. Really? Yeah. Don't you? Why would you want that? You've got siblings. You don't need another one. I mean, you know how it is. My siblings leave me wanting a long lost win. I'll put it that way. You wouldn't you never want- know what you're going to get. No, I no. there's not room for two of us. Oh my God. That's funny. You're like, there can only be one. Yeah, absolutely. We're very different in that way. I would have loved to find my long lost one at camp. What would y'all do? And you would just have fought her. You would have immediately been like, oh, you would we just would have just dominated been- her. Yeah. You're just spitting her eye. <laughs> We would have done the jousting or whatever the twins do in Parent Trap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess they hated each other at first. Yeah, of course I want to meet my long lost twin. We would be best friends. It would be so fun. Oh, my God. She'd pierce my ears. I could have pierced your ears, girl. <laughs> I had a whole business. <laughs> I always wanted a twin. But, but now that I'm older, twins are a little weird. I mean, twins do have, like, a special special bond twins are like a whole thing i'm gonna say something controversial okay boy girl twins creepy i don't know a lot of those i don't know any but any that i like like i just 
I, I feel weird about it. Can you have a boy-girl identical twin situation? No. What if they just, like, did? Like, what if their faces were the same still, but one had tits? I mean, that's kind of, like, the way it is, I guess, a little bit. I mean, they still gotta look alike. They have look you ever alike. seen twins that, like, look nothing alike? Mm-hmm. That's even crazier to me. Like, I, I knew this one set of twins... And one was, like, pale, freckles, red hair. And the other one was, like, tan, brunette, blue eye. Like, isn't that wow. crazy? that's so Their weird. personalities are completely opposite. One was, like, evil. One was good. They're both nice. There's, no, there's always an evil twin. One twin I is think always there's evil. always a dumb twin. Yeah. A, uh, Everyone knows that. A worse twin. And each twin probably thinks it's not them. So that's okay. Yeah. If you're a twin and you're like, well, I don't know who the worst one is. It's you. (laughs) Yeah. That would fuck with me if I met my twin at camp and she was better. Then you have to wonder like which one of you is the superior. I feel like I'd know. But then you have to come to terms with it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like how terrible it would be if you went to camp and met your twin and she was better than you. I feel like he's psychologically you would protect your like people just protect themselves from it and they'd be like no i'm okay like you justify it <laughs> talk about protecting yourself psychologically conjoined twins oh, God. i don't know what to say what can you say just sorry that's i can't believe that's happened i think i would kill them <laughs> i would like be like cut them off of me though they can't if whoever they could... survives <laughs> survives if they could cut them off of you they would have I don't think I could do it. Typically, I just don't think I could do it. Typically in those situations, they're like sharing organs and stuff. Like I know, but what would, what would you do? Imagine like being so mad at them and them being like right there and you're just being like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> imagine doing literally, imagine having a job. Imagine having a boyfriend. Imagine I was going to say, having, imagine like trying to make out with your boyfriend. <laughs> I've seen like those shows on TLC about controlling twins where they're like, so what do you do? Like while the other one is like, being intimate. And she's like, I just like go into my like, into no. my like, into my mind palace. Like I just like. So they do. Yeah. And they like, from what I remember that I saw this one time, they like talked about how it was sort of considerate to each other to just sort of like zone out and like leave your body like during certain situations. Doesn't that bomb you out to the max? That's too much for me. It's not a lot to wrap your head around. I don't think I could. I'd be like, what if your twin was being shady and they were like, this evil. would be me. I'd be, like, not in my mind palace, and I'd be, like... You could probably feel it. You probably wouldn't have to look. Yeah. Ooh. Do they? I guess if you share a butthole, then that's that on that. They probably feel it, too. They're probably, like, yeah, let's go. I gotta go. <laughs> do you think they have to talk about it, or do you think they're both just, like, like look at each other, and they're, like, what now? It's, <laughs> like, no, I'm busy. And she's, like, I've gotta go now. I mean, you have to listen to her. You're gonna have poopy all over you, too. <laughs> I think it's really pure, though, when they're really nice and helpful to each other, like, doing each other's hair and makeup. Yeah, that's nice. But, like, imagine how pissed off you'd get. The back of your hair hair would always look good. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, think how pissed off you get at your own siblings. Like, if you couldn't get away. That's what I mean. I don't think we'd survive. Yeah, I hear you there. Now that I think about it that way, if I was conjoined to one of my siblings, I'd be like, yeah. ah, yeah, we'd like, probably I'd like rip them apart yeah, from me. I'd be like, get me away. Yeah, we'd probably kill each other. Yeah, 
I feel like we're going to kill each other and we're not conjoined at all. Yeah. We're not even that close in years. Yeah. That's insane. Thanks. Love you guys. Yeah. They must just be on like another like plane of like mindfulness and yeah, they understand some shit that we could never understand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They have like, honestly, we're lucky to be free agents. So for this next segment, we're going to play a camp game. Um, a tried and true camp. We'll camp sleepover board at work. I'll let you pick two husbands and then I'll pick two husbands. Okay. Okay. So what are your two picks? Heath Ledger. Okay. And Heath Ledger's ghost. That's still great. That's not even fair. Heath Ledger's zombie. <gasps> That's scary. But uh-huh. I'd still take it. Someone you think is a cutie. Pete Wentz in 2006. Anthony Bourdain. I like a lot. Okay. One for me. I choose a deranged cannibal scientist. Wow. Okay. At least I would be his love. So hopefully he wouldn't eat me. Hopefully. We don't know. <laughs> like the ones long. we love the most. Yeah. Um, okay, great. That's four. Um, for your car. A um, G-Wagon. Mercedes G-Wagon. I pick Herbie. Wow. These are good. That's great. Like Herbie fully loaded. Yeah. They're so nice. Okay. Well, I should think of something mean. Um, a lime scooter. <laughs> Can I just pick like driver? Yeah. Actually, I don't want a driver. I don't want him to know my business. I want like a, I like the new Broncos. I feel like that's really basic. Okay. New go. What are they? Oh, job. Famous of some sort, like maybe like a soundtrack. I want to make the soundtracks for movies and okay. shows. Soundtrack maker. I pick DMV employee. Oh no, <laughs> that is hell. Flipping houses. Okay, house flipper. But like, I'm good at it and I have money. Yeah, it's fun. I pick demon in hell in charge of poking. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Damn it. <laughs> I'm imagining like the little guy from Hercules. Like the little like. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm imagining. <laughs> Do you write that? <laughs> um, what's another category? Oh, number of kids is a pretty typical one. Zero. Zero. First pick. I pick. Well. <laughs> Two. Can't have one. I pick. Six tuplets. One. <laughs> um, best friend. Brittany Murphy. Why do I have an obsession with dead people? Yeah, you really do. All the greatest die young. I picked the mom from the Duggars. <laughs> that wouldn't work out. The one I like from Desperate Housewives. Dorinda? Not Desperate Housewives. Real Housewives. Not Dorinda. The crazy one. Ramona? Yeah. <laughs> I pick... It could be a fictional person that just has all the bad qualities I yeah, hate. Why am I blinking now? What do you hate most? A chug. A chuggy. A basic bitch. Oh, okay. So maybe like... um <laughs> Trying to think of like a person that like people would know that's like that. Like an Instagram influencer. Ugh. 
Okay. I picked an Instagram influencer. That's good in general. Okay, so I have categories. Is there anything else we need to show? Yeah, you're like, we'll just do like as many oh. categories as I want. Um, let's pick how you die. Okay. Something like memorable. I'm going to go out with a bang. Can we just put that? Go out with a bang? Okay. Out with a bang. Wink. I pick pooping to death. (laughs) (laughs) Very Elvis. (laughs) Yes. Very Oregon Trail. Maybe like a stunt. Like I'm I'm thinking like Evil Knievel. Okay. Um, That's kind of out with a bang. Maybe like a, a stunt gone wrong. Maybe I'll just do something safe, like laughing to death. Aww, laughing to death. I picked choking on a meatball. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> Evil. Choking on What if that happened to me tonight? Ball. <laughs> How bad would you feel? <laughs> this is recorded, so that would look really suspicious. Okay, so I'm going to make a spiral and you tell me when to stop. Ready? Stop. Okay. One, two, three, seven. Lucky seven. Now you just go around and around. We lost Anthony Bourdain. Oh. Already lost him once. We lost GMP employee. We lost one kid. Are you doing the mash? We lost Heath Ledger's zombie. Thank God. <laughs> Give me the real deal. House flipper. Jugger mom. Which I was really <laughs> hoping for. You are not getting the life I hope you would have. What was that one? Lime Scooter. <laughs> Damn it. You're a soundtrack maker. Nice. Ugh, so rude. I remember when this was like, like law. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to live in a shack. The results are in on your husband. It's Heath. I'm holding. <gasps> I'm, holding I'm holding the rest of the answers. I always knew we'd be together. Our love like goes beyond earthly bounds. We have relations sometimes in my sleep. He was the most beautiful and perfect person for this earth. Okay, this is really annoying. You want me to tell you your future? Tell us. Casey shall live in a house with her husband, (gasps) Heath Ledger. You will drive a G-Wagon Mercedes. Are you kidding me? You'll be a soundtrack maker. You'll have two kids. Your best friend is an Instagram influencer. That sucks, but... And you will die of pooping yourself to death. I can live with that. Lisa had a good life while I'm here. <laughs> you got really... You got a good life. Yeah. I'm going to save... I can... This is like something I'd put in my locker. I, I was hoping that you would end up with a deranged cannibal scientist as a husband, driving a lime scooter, working as a demon in hell in charge of probing... <laughs> Best friends with the Duggar mom (laughs) died of choking on a meatball. (laughs) That's what I was saying. You want to go? Okay. I'm going to make up some. I think I'm going to go rogue on some of these categories. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Mash. Is there anything you feel really passionate about that you've always wanted in your dream life? Um, I've always wanted to be rich. Beyond my wildest dreams. Um, Hmm. I've always wanted to be popular and famous. I've always wanted to have power over others. Okay, I'm thinking of some topics based on that. (laughs) You're going to be a little untraditional. Okay. We have the classics. Mansion, apartment, shack, house. 
husband, job, pet, political alliance, oh, vacation getaway, death, and legacy. Ooh, this is fun. Okay. Okay, give me a husband. Um, I want my husband to be an eternal space prince. Okay. I'm going to give you Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> he is rich, though. Yeah. I pick a sexy rock star. These are so vague. Can you give me a person? A person who's a sexy rock star? Yeah. I'm thinking of. Why can't I think of a sexy Aerosmith? I've always thought he's hot. People say he looks what? like a woman. An old lady. He looks exactly like Carol from Real Housewives of New York. Carol. I'll pull it up right now. Oh, um, I don't think I've seen her season. Okay, we can just go with sexy rock star. Elvis. Elvis? Gene um, Simmons. What are you saying? <laughs> no, like a currently sexy, currently a rock star. She can tell me. Or... Or buttfuck Harry. <laughs> what is that? Since you're going um ambiguous, so am I. <laughs> what is the do you mean gay? Do you mean a gay person? No. <laughs> what does that mean? That's just his name on the streets. <laughs> Take it as you will. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Job. Um my dream job? Unemployed. I'm gonna give you teacher. That one's hard. Yeah. And poor. Yep. Podcaster. Ha ha ha. And piss boy. <laughs> Why would you make me a piss boy? Pet. No, thank you. None. <laughs> okay. I'm doing dog with lots of dingleberries. <laughs> no! That you have to clean on the daily. Okay, I pick like a magical cat. Okay. That, like... What's it doing? Uh-huh. Like, it has, like, a person's soul in it. Like, from Hocus Pocus. You can talk Pocus. to it and stuff? Yeah, he can, like, talk. And, and he can, like, help you. He can, like, help me on my tasks and, like, do a little magic. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Magical it's cat. like cats be. Jot that down. Magical cat. Got it. Or a, um... Black Death Rat. No! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Political Alliance. <laughs> Um, Queen of the Underworld. I'm going to do Hitler Youth. No! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Lizard Person. Ooh, that's fun. What do they practice? Mm -hmm. World domination, I guess. (laughs) Um, and Trump's heiress. No! Please be rich. <laughs> Not Catherine Trump. <laughs> You're like his sweet, like, child bride. <laughs> Bummer. Vacation getaway. Burps and pesos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bizarro version where everything's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> the upside down. You're going to burps and pesos. <laughs> Resort. <laughs> um, okay, I pick. What's the most fabulous place on earth? It's a lot. France. 
The south of France. The south of France. Yeah, I pick um, the south of France. I have a home there. South of France. Home. Um, Okay. Mud puddle. (laughs) Down by railroad. No! (laughs) Mud puddle (laughs) down by railroad. (laughs) Death. (laughs) <laughs> how I die yeah. um, peacefully surrounded by friends and family peace and love yeah bear attack horrible <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish that for you um, sacrificing myself and becoming a hero wow yeah sacrifice <laughs> for the people hero and martyr hero yeah got that in Okay. Or a firework accident. <laughs> and your legacy. Um, sexy ghost. Yeah. Stinkiest <gasps> poop. No! <laughs> um, invention that saved all of mankind. Humankind. Lifesaver. Okay. There's a theme emerging. Or... I want it to also be an invention. One that really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty invention. Invented taxes. No! Okay, I need a whole page for Invented taxes. <laughs> okay, here we go. This one's going to be big. No. Four. Small and humble four. One, two, three, four. No house for you, bitch. One, two, three, four. No buttfuck Harry. No piss boy. You did this strategically. Yes, I did. No black death rat. (laughs) This is getting rid of all my good ones. I know. Half of mine. I'm literally an evil mastermind. You're marrying a sexy rock star. Yes. (laughs) No pets. Aw, no burps and pesos. That was was the one I cared about. Your vacation getaway is the south of France. Fantastic. Pretty good overall. <laughs> but you do live in a shack. No! <laughs> but you're married to a sexy rock star, so I don't know what's going on there. Maybe you're like a side piece. I mean, rock stars are notoriously bad with money. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're a podcaster. Okay. No, there's not a lot of money in that. No. <laughs> um, no pets. You're aligned with the Hitler Youth. No! Shit! No! <laughs> you're doing missions in the south of France when you're on vacation. You died because you sacrificed yourself for the people. Well, that kind of sucks because it implies for something for that Hitler. it was like a Hitler reason. You said, how Hitler, and you did your No! Thing. <laughs> oh my god! That's not me at all! <laughs> and But you will be a sexy ghost. Okay. Well... There's some pros and cons. <laughs> well, no one can have it all. <laughs> ain't that right? We should save these. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, tons and tons of fun. Best camp game ever. Except for a food fight. Yes. Have you ever? Okay. So I feel like growing up, there were always kids trying to start a food fight. Really? Oh, yeah. There were always kids, like, campaigning in the cafeteria, like... I feel like everyone was too scared. Everybody was like, let's get a food fight going. Let's do a food fight. Let's do a food fight. That didn't happen to you? I think everyone wanted to do a food fight, but, like, did it ever happen? You couldn't. We did have one at one point. Like, a full-blown? 
not as good as like in the movies because it got shut down pretty fast. Man, I would live for that. I want to do like a food fight now. It's disgusting. We could go outside and just get like some pies. That would be fun. They just go crazy. And we could film it, earn a couple bucks on the side. Yeah. We could do, I've done like jello wrestling, like barbecue sauce wrestling. Yeah. Shit like that. So your food fights never took off. I wouldn't start it, but like that was my vision of camp, specifically with a sloppy Joe, like just oh, a sure. handful of sloppy or like Joe. Corn, just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. But like it definitely does suck to get hit with food. I don't think I've ever been hit with food, except I've been like pied. <laughs> like a like with a pie like yeah like a cream pie like yeah. in the movies i've had like water dumped on me wow got shit on by a bird that's kind of things happen you just fucking around just out there living your life what food did you get hit with i can't remember in particular because i'm like the memories of a food fight are so fuzzy but i remember Was like at school yeah and like for weeks and weeks they like, kids were campaigning to, like, get a food fight off the ground. Okay. Like, it's really a whole ordeal to, like, try to, like, because you have to, like, get people on your side. And you have to get people to, like, agree to it. Otherwise. Or else it's just you. And and then you're in trouble. And you're you're in trouble instantly. Yeah. Like, if you are a lone ranger and you stand up and you're like, food fight, and you throw the sloppy joe, like, you're you're fucked. That's really smart. So you have to get other people in on it because they can't punish us. It's really organizing. Like, they can't punish you all together. Were you in on it? No. I was not, I mean, I was like, listen, whatever happens, happens. But, but no, I was You're not, like, I can't agree to this. I was not like a central figure in the food fight organizing. And so they were trying to get this food fight off the ground and like it kept failing. Like people kept failing. Not, yeah. And then like people. What fucking like, assholes. Like someone would start it and people would be like, no, I can't. Yeah. Like oh. it would fail. And so then like the teachers caught onto it and started like separating everybody and like changing the lunch schedule and stuff so that like certain instigators weren't together. And like, what happened to the kids that were throwing the food? Well, I think that it was like a, it was like just enough of a little bit of food that like, they didn't realize how big the, they didn't realize how they even know who it came from. I don't think that they realized like how hardcore (laughs) it was organizing around getting a food by going was Like they didn't realize they were actually like union busting. Like they, like they were just like, Hey, don't throw sausages. And sausages, and that that's the it. worst food for a food fight. It's just, that's what came to mind, but you know what I mean? <laughs> so and the kids that threw food, did they get like expelled? No. So they were just kind of like, so they were back for round two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they just like kept trying again and again. And like, finally, like we finally got a food fight to happen. Like it was kind of like that. Like I, I think that media, the fake news, the liberal media doesn't explain how, like hard it is, like in how much really cooperation it takes to get a lot of red tape around food fights. Yeah, like you can't just stand up and be like food fight. Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna walk with you down get that taken path. down immediately. Yeah, but if you like get everybody to kind of agree, and like we finally got to like pretty good point with the food fight. So and, you were there when it went down. Yeah, and I, awesome. It didn't last long. Like a, the, I think it lasted like maybe like ten seconds. Did you get hit? Not that I remember. No. <laughs> Did you throw anything? I think we like got under the or table. You just took cover. Yeah, that's my kind of party. Yeah. Or, like, if you can be under the table and then just kind of, like, reach your hand up. Uh, 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 duck back I down. would have been, like, head back like I was in the pouring rain, like, just letting it hit me. <laughs> Let the rain I would have, like, laid down, down on top of the table. Like, poured my own tray on myself. Like, Uh-oh. People are just, like, and raining. And taking my top off. Macaroni down on you. 
Soldier Boy's playing because it's 2006. <laughs> that sounds so awesome. Yeah. We should do a food fight just for old time's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just want to like live out this memory that you don't actually have. With your I, yeah. I feel like I've, there's not a lot of things I would say I like was on the sidelines or missed out for, but a food fight's like a bucket list kind of thing. Okay. We can probably make a food fight happen. Who wants to join in? Food fight. Yeah, maybe for the season one finale, we'll have a food fight. Summer camp food fight. <gasps> Summer camp Summer food fight. Summer 2022. Summer Bring your camp. best sloppy food. You know what I'm going to pick? And no one else can pick it? Baked beans. <laughs> what are you bringing to That's the food fight? That's such a good one. But you know what that makes me think of? That's potentially better. Little Smokies. Oh my God. Those things are messy. Yes. And you know, they're so good. I would pick one up and pop it in my mouth. Oh yeah. And they're so yummy. And they always come in like the mini crock pot. You can just take the whole crock pot. Nice little vat. You've got got, like stock. You're just. But we never had that at school. You know, we always had mashed potatoes though. That's a good one. Mashed potatoes are a little heavy though. Can get weighed down. That's like a whole snowball. Yeah. And I would, I feel like I wouldn't trust that it would fling, right? Like you'd scoop it and like you kind of, like, how do you really get it off your hands? You have to like really release. It's hard because like there are so few scenarios in life where you can comfortably practice throwing food. You know, when does it happen? I mean, you know, like what's going to happen when you throw a biscuit, but like a mashed potato handful? There's a lot of consistencies of mashed potatoes. So Mm -hmm. it would depend. Yeah. And that's, (laughs) that's that on that. That's our scientific opinion. (laughs) Um, mashed potato consistency is what it all comes down to and the strength of your organizing ability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta, um, organize a coup. Yes. And like, honestly, when you're in middle school, you're basically a prisoner. Yeah. So it makes sense that we spent so much time and effort. You like live for like the one little thing. Yeah. Like summer camp. That's kind of sad. Where you're also a prisoner and you're trading gum and you're, you know, like chewed gum. No, like literally, like I did on. that. Times were hard sometimes. You traded. Che- what do you mean you traded chewed gum? Like someone would be like, "I'm done with my gum," and I'd be like, "I don't have any gum." No, <gasps> you did that. Status or sometimes it was like, all time has been told on the podcast today. Please <laughs> donate one dollar to the fund. Gum, but we would just like trade around gum. Like sometimes someone was ready for another flavor. <laughs> if you saw a child in need standing in front of you who Sing needed a, a piece of gum, in the arms of angel, <laughs> this child standing before you. Needs a piece of gum. <laughs> Would you donate one dollar today to get Casey a piece of her own fucking gum, so she doesn't have to eat someone else's out of their mouth? <laughs> Sometimes it was hot because, like, your crush would be like, you'd be like, "I'll chew your, <laughs> I'll chew your gum. Do you want to chew mine?" I can see how that's hot. That's hot. Yeah, I, I can see If you'd, like, never kiss someone, actually, it's the closest thing you're getting, so... Yeah. And, but meanwhile, like, all these boys just thought you were, like, disgusting and insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, like, my life story. You're like, you're like, are you done with that gum try? Can I have it? And he's like, oh my god, okay, I guess. He's like, get away from me. He throws it at me. <laughs> he sticks t- to my head. He tells everyone in school, like, she wants my fucking gum. I'm like, cool, thanks. <laughs> no, I have never shared gum with anyone. Okay. You know when someone's a good friend, they'll take your gum for you and throw it out in their bare hand. Yeah. I've had friends do that for me, too, recently. Yeah. In hard times. Yeah. 
I love that. That's so true. Shout out to everybody who's in that for us. And they're probably the same girls who taught us about tampons, tampons and, and sex. masturbating and sex and just how to be a person in the world. So thank you. And we're still learning every day. That's right. Ain't that the truth? Being an adult is one big, long summer camp. camp. Yeah. <laughs> Except you have to. Now we're like all in camp together with yeah. people of all walks of life. It's um uncomfortable to say the least. Which is true to also summer camp. They're practicing their own treats. Moral of the story: We're going to camp. Yes, we're starting our own camp. I looked into it. Not that hard. Anybody can do it. If you think that camps are run by like charitable organizations or people with particular interests of some kind, no, just any old random adults can start a camp. So it's us. Maybe next summer we'll have camp wormholes and um, we'll all be out there under the stars together learning about our bodies. <laughs> what are we offering these people? Food fights. This is what, this is what people who get, <laughs> this is what people who get rich on the internet do. They like con other adults. Like fire festival. Yes. Yes. Exactly like that. But we're not rich, but not yet, baby. If you want to go to camp, we could be, yeah, we could make it happen. This is our MLM too. Yes. This is your first chance in. And next year rates are going up. So <laughs> act fast. This yeah. deal is not gonna last. Long. Every time we're pitching something. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, a podcast? You mean an opportunity? Honestly, people should have to pay for this. We're get, we're sending you with little bits of worldly knowledge. For free. Time. For free dollars. Think of what you would get. Yeah. 24 hours a day with these free minds. Who are we to be like, all the annoying shit we ramble about is so interesting, we should have a podcast about it. <laughs>